Uh-oh. She licks my leg. She licks my arm. And I don't want to call them liars, but I don't think my dog wrote that. There's a guy who's supposed to be Aquaman that keeps ha- trying to have sex with fish. I do want to take a quick second to add yeah. the requisite Billy Corgan disclaimer. Uh, Billy Cor- Corgan does believe in reptilian human beings. <laughs> the views of Billy Corgan do not represent the views of this podcast. Correct. Uh, we do not believe humans are reptiles, it, no matter what level of government they're in. What was on the playlist? Okay, so it's a DC playlist. Oh, I like it. Uh, we had bad brains. We had Duke Ellington, I love that. Marvin Gaye, nice uh, Parliament's yeah. Chocolate City. I don't know Chocolate City. Uh, D- <clears throat> DC is known as the Chocolate City. I did not know that. I didn't know that either until I started doing this. <laughs> okay. Um, lead Belly. Oh yeah. Bunch of Lead Belly. Yeah, I like Lead uh, Belly. Wale. 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 He's a rapper. I don't know Wale. Gil Scott Heron. Gil Scott Heron. I do know Last yeah. Bullets. Yeah. Uh, minor Threat, Fugazi. Yeah, Fugazi. Let's see. Um, this is this is on your way to DC. Yeah, this is your yeah. When we went to DC, I, it was hours of music. <laughs> That's awesome. It got it got out of control. Yeah, because I uh, I I got started and then I was like, well, I want three songs from this person. Yeah, well, I want naturally three songs from, and all of a sudden. You, you got too much going on. The doors were tied to DC somehow. Oh, I don't really? remember how. No. Are you a doors person? No. I didn't think you were. No. I don't dislike the doors. Okay. Okay. People so, have mixed opinions on the doors. The doors, um, as a band, don't bug me. Yeah. I just don't understand how anyone could listen to a full album. <laughs> <laughs> I like. <clears throat> I I I like certain songs. Yeah. I uh I like the ones that are like probably the shorter ones. Mm-hmm. I also do like the end. I mean, the end is like partially because of uh Apocalypse Now, mm-hmm. you know. <clears throat> I but you know, you know how I am with lyrics. I'm a lyric person. You're a li- very much a lyric person. And yeah. I I'm sure someone will get upset with me when I say this, but Jim Morrison. <laughs> yeah not a lyric person <laughs> it you know and as, as much as he was touted as one yeah he <clears throat> the i think it might be a situation of like it worked then and it doesn't work now maybe you know it it does not like riders in the storm yeah it's i can listen to it it's an enjoyable song yeah the lyrics are <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> And two wait, riders on the storm. Yeah. Uh oh, someone let someone let the dog down here, and that's that's never good. No, there there's a killer on the road. Killer on the road. His brain is squirming like a toad. That's not a great line. No, it's yeah. not. That doesn't tell you anything about anything. <laughs> it's also kind of it's a bit cliche. That yeah. line. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the doors win at organ solos they sure do so yeah i love the um i love the drums in the doors i love i forget the drummer's name right now but 
He, I mean, he's got like jazz chops, mm-hmm. and he can do some cool stuff. I like the way his drums sound a lot too. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, good lord, your dog is going straight for the crotch. <laughs> what is it with my dogs? I don't know. <laughs> so, some of uh, longtime listeners may remember podcast dog. Mm-hmm. She is no longer with us. No. Um, this is Juniper, who's down here now, and she's a, she's similar. She's not the same. She she's the same in the sense that they both want my my penis. <laughs> they do, <laughs> they really do. Junie is a pit bull and lab mix. We're pretty sure, mm-hmm. which means she's crazy. Um, Amber, who was a podcast dog OG, yeah, she was pit bull and like bird dog, mm-hmm. and she was just tired all the time. <laughs> maybe maybe it's a thing with pit bulls. Yeah, maybe pit bulls love human penises. Maybe they do. Amber wasn't a licker, though. Junie's a licker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Junie will lick. Junie licks me to soothe herself to go to sleep every night. <laughs> she licks my leg. She licks my arm. That's nice. I. I That's a pleasant thing. Do you lick her back? <clears throat> Sometimes. I. <laughs> I like it. I mean. You know. You know. Most dogs will go for you if you have lotion on or something, or right. sunblock, or. Bacon grease. Naturally. (laughs) On your penis. Right. Um, (laughs) As one does. As one does from time to time. But Junie will lick me regardless of what's going on. I, uh, this week, my dog, uh, so we have a seven-month-old puppy. Mm -hmm. Seven-ish. This is, uh, what's his full name? Reginald Von Wolfington III. (laughs) Um... So he he went and got neutered. He went and got neutered. Yeah, he went and got neutered. So he currently has like an inflatable cone thing on his neck to keep him from licking his crotch. But um, we took him typically in in our past lives. Yeah, we've tried to find vets that we call country vets. Versus city vets. Oh. The country vet is like, yeah, I mean, your dog has this. The city vet is going to try to guilt us into having surgery for different things if that were to come up. Right. Definitely. We don't want guilted into it. No. (laughs) So uh, this time, because, you know, we don't have a good vet, we went to definitely a city vet. Okay. Okay. So... Reggie, we call him Reggie because Reginald Von Wolfington III is a mouthful. <laughs> Bit of a mouthful. Every time, yeah. <laughs> uh, came home and they had sent a letter. <laughs> oh. Uh, it it had a picture of him okay. laying there resting after surgery. Oh, okay. It was titled, My Big Day Oh, by Reginald Von Wolfington III Badly. <laughs> this thing this this is the ultimate city vet move right here my what day my big day day. this is the ultimate city vet move they they sent this it's written in first person oh fuck me about i went to the vet today i received a blah 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 also known as neutering (laughs) and it's multiple paragraphs going through the whole visit oh my god um and i don't want to call them liars but i don't think my dog wrote that 
(laughs) (laughs) Are you comfortable saying which vet it was? Um, I just can't think of the name of it right now, but it's, it's definitely, if, if anything comes up, we're going to get guilted for sure. (laughs) Oh yeah. For sure. That I've never encountered. I've never encountered that. That's, uh, that's man. That was some next level stuff right there. Oh dude. We took, so was it Nashville emergency vet something? It's on Sidco drive. Mm -hmm. That's where we took. Well, that's where we took our dogs when shit goes real wrong. Oh yeah, no, I've been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're great. Um, but so Jacob, our Sheltie, he had like a tumor, and nobody found it for a long time. Right. It was like really small. But then we had it taken out, and then he just like never got. He never like fully recovered. Right. So we put him down. We put him down there. Amber. We put her down there too. She ended up having a giant tumor in her stomach, like inoperable. So they're like our place where we like yeah. put dogs down. There, yeah, sucks. that's a. There's a lot of that going there. Yeah, we. So our other dog Charlie is a. Oh man, I'm gonna get the age wrong. Thirteen. Yeah, she's a very old. She's a very old dog. Yeah, yeah. And Junie's a talker too. I don't know what that means. <laughs> means give me your balls. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure I'm comfortable with that noise while you're June, come here. near my testicles. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we So Charlie had back issues. Yeah. Uh, it was a pinched nerve in her spine. Ugh. And so at one point she just was completely paralyzed because the nerve was pinched. Oh, right. Yeah, I remember so this. So we took her over there. Have you ever seen the rehabilitation area they have over there? No. We didn't use it. Okay. Um, because <clears throat> it wouldn't have helped. Yeah. She couldn't walk. So, sure, sure. You know. um, but they have like an underwater, not underwater, but like in water treadmill. Oh, wow. For dogs like to. Like physical therapy? Yeah, it's like a physical therapy tub for dogs wow. in this place. Wow. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, they were saying, like, you can get the surgery, and if she can't, if she's having trouble walking, you can come back for physical therapy in this town. Wow. Tub. That blows my mind. That yeah. city vet, that city vet right there. It, yeah, it is, man. Country vet is, ah, uh, just uh, take them for a walk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, if they can't do it, don't, don't take them for a walk. <laughs> What do you think? I mean, like, this is this is a change that I feel like has only come in the last, I don't know, 40, 30 years, maybe. Mm-hmm. The dogs, cats too, but I, I don't have a cat, so I don't think about cats as much. But, like, definitely dogs are getting this level of f- care and attention in our society. Yeah. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying, like, wow, like, we, it's changed. Oh, yeah. Because, like... I mean, even in my childhood, if we had a dog that was, like, really sick, I mean, like, it got shot yeah. <laughs> in the head. Right. And that was it, you know? You, you old yellered that dog. Yeah. I mean, thank God I never had to do it because I'm too soft. Yeah. I'm way too soft to yeah, do no, it. Yeah, no, I'm not going to uh, going to do that. I'll hire a professional Definitely. to murder my dog <laughs> for me. <laughs> Someone to kill your dog for <laughs> me. <laughs> I, I was... Uh, I was thinking about this yesterday when he got back from surgery. Yeah. So Pete is always pushing for spaying and neutering, right? Of course, yeah. 
Doesn't it seem like something PETA should actually be against? In a weird way. It's a very confusing one because you are mutilating the dogs slightly. Sure. It's a slight mutilation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And obviously you don't want too many stray dogs. Right. But you would think Peter would be like, "No, leave the dog's balls alone." <laughs> I well, don't don't, <laughs> don't touch them. It sounds like at least for now they see the they see mm. the greater goal. Yeah, which is like there's too many stray dogs they're, anyway. They're just so over the top with everything else. That's true. Yeah. That you would think <laughs> there there would be marches to save our dogs' balls. That would be the most ridiculous protest sign ever. <laughs> <laughs> save pooch's balls those balls are his not yours <laughs> you know after a dog gets neutered like like on a bigger dog you can mm-hmm. kind of see it like they still have a like a sack but there's just nothing in there yeah. it's kind of sad I, it's, I i've never i've never had a male dog like growing up i never had a male really? dog. yeah it so this is your first male dog yeah oh. this is a new experience for me i got you man um they're fun they're good dogs yeah. I, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I can't have a whole litter of them. No, now. no, no. No. The Von Wolfington <laughs> clan line ends here. <laughs> there is no fourth. I was thinking about this the other day, you know, like dogs don't really have like gender. Mm-hmm. Like a dog is a dog is a dog is a dog. There right. are breed differences and I do see different personalities in different dogs. To some degree. I mean, none of them are going to be doing calculus. But well, you don't know that. <laughs> but Give them time. <laughs> Reggie's still a puppy. After he comes out of his, like, you know, um, his chemical haze mm-hmm. of being neutered. He was writing a series of short stories oh, yesterday. Oh, so. okay. All right. <laughs> My big day. <laughs> These guys took my balls. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You gotta wonder what they do with them, like the actual testicles. Is there is there a ball bin? <laughs> I, they they like neutering at the vet's office mm-hmm. must be as common as like I don't know, like gallbladder surgery oh, yeah. is at a hospital. No, I mean they have they have it down pat. They, yeah. They're like, drop him off between this time, this time. Pick him up. Uh, <laughs> pick him up between three, three thirty. Yeah. Or four, four, four thirty. It's like getting your oil changed. Yeah. It's nothing. He'll, he'll be ready. Mm. Uh, so, you know. <laughs> and, and to the point that we don't even have to come in no. again. Yeah. They're like, yeah, just send us a picture in a couple weeks so we can make sure the stitches of came his, out right. Of his dick. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You do though. You have to. You have to take a picture. Yeah, I'm gonna have to have a wow. phone of a dog dick on my or a picture on my phone of a dog dick for a while. <laughs> Be honest. Is that the first time you've sent a dick pic uh, of a dog? Of at all? <laughs> it, it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, it's uh definitely. <laughs> I I did send someone Richard Nixon one time. Oh, so that t- counts as a dick pic. That's a dick pic. I had to explain this to my child today. We were, um, so we're having a little... You had to explain dick pics to your child? Not dick pics, thank God. Just the word dick. Yeah. We're we're driving um, around West Nashville today where there's a big shopping center because we're having a little birthday party tomorrow and there's a party city over there and there's a Target 
And I don't know why. I just like going to to West Nashville for things like this. I I understand. It's like yeah, it's all there. If you you know, West Nashville is the glory of the suburbs yes. in the city. Yes, it's exactly what it is. You don't want to live there. No, you don't want to go there all the time. No, but if you got stuff to do, man, it's all right there handy. <laughs> if you want to buy a bunch of shit, <laughs> yeah, it's all right there. Uh huh. So we went to Party City. We went to Firehouse Subs, which I always enjoy. Yeah. I like a good Firehouse Subs. Hook and ladder? Uh, I got the New York Steamer. Okay. Which is, what is that one? It's like... Uh, it's a sex act. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I forgot to ask for the... What do they call it? All the way there. Is yeah. Like, full, like everyone fully involved yeah. is what they call it. I forgot. And so all I got was like meat and cheese on a sandwich. Yeah. A, a fully involved New York Steamer oh, yeah. is a lot. It's like the that's first, a lot to say. They ate chili, <laughs> and then they shit. Oh, that's a fully involved New York steamer. Where was I getting to with this though? I don't know. Oh, oh. So there's a Dick Sporting Goods over mm-hmm, there, mm-hmm. and we're driving back on the highway. Which, by the way, that that when you're when you're that on ramp, yeah, onto what is it like forty east mm-hmm. or whatever, right there is fucking terrifying it really is it's about a hundred feet long uh-huh. and you're getting into like traffic where people are doing like 75 80 and it feels oddly sharp very sharp <laughs> yeah it's like a curve and a hundred feet and then you're on the highway they oh the city planner went how could i bring the joy of a roller coaster <laughs> <laughs> to this on-ramp so the the kid sees dick's sporting goods on the, we don't go in there we're not sporty yeah. really I mean, to be fair, most of the people going into Dick's Sporting Goods not also particularly are not sporty. sporty. <laughs> so we, she's like, "What does that? What does that mean?" Because it's it's just like the bad word. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, it is." And I was like, "But strangely, Dick is also a nickname for someone named Richard, which makes no sense." I don't know where that comes from. There's one let two letters in common. Yeah. I and C. <laughs> Yeah, like where where did that originate? I don't. I feel like what happened is there was someone named Richard. Yeah, and he was a real dick. Yeah, that's what I thought too. It's like, and so uh, people kept calling him that. Yeah, to such an extent that it became his nickname, <laughs> and everyone just thought it was short for Richard. Yeah. for the rest of time. Naturally. <laughs> well, also though. I was just thinking about how a private eye used to be called a private dick. Yeah. Like, what the what the fuck? I, you know, in the 20s and 30s, they were just playing around with, with the word dick, trying to figure out what the best use of it like was. Like, they wanted to work it in places. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just start throwing it in. Actually, that's uh, private investigators being called private dicks. That's just uh, people who, who hate uh, law enforcement. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I've read, listen, I, I have read some of those. You have too, I think. What? Some of those like Raymond Chandler novels. Mm-hmm. I like them. Um, the uh, Philip Marlowe. Yeah. <clears throat> and the cops do hate him. Yeah. Boy, they hate him. Mm-hmm. Because he lives by a moral code. Yeah. That uh, he does not suck up to the DA, to the mayor. It It is amazing in books and movies of that era. <laughs> How how little regard they had for actual law enforcement. That's true. It's yeah. always like I'm working outside the system because the system's broken. 
and then all of a sudden in society it's like NYPD blue the cops are the good guys yeah <laughs> it, it it must it goes through phases yeah you know it goes through phases uh, i guess i mean i don't know like you think about yeah 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 yeah, yeah no you're you're absolutely right but it's like the same thing as what superheroes do superheroes mm-hmm. have their own moral code yeah and they just they're all vigilantes that's true essentially yeah it's i so uh you know i'm not a superhero person no i yes i do but have you ever watched the boys oh i heard it's really good it is fantastic yeah. it's on uh, prime right yeah yeah um but that's that's my new favorite trend in superhero okay. stuff is that superheroes are all just douches that was the whole that's the whole show <laughs> that's great they're all terrible people <laughs> it seemed like to me it was based on and um my apologies for what's about to happen mm-hmm. it seemed like it was based on to me a little bit on watchmen which is this comic that came out a long time ago i guess i don't know if it originally came out as a series or if it was always a graphic novel maybe it was always a graphic novel written by alan moore same guy that wrote v for vendetta mm-hmm. he also wrote this revered run of swamp thing which i love he's a legitimate crazy person He's a British dude with long hair and long beard, and he hates everything. That sounds right. You would probably like him, actually. Yeah, he sounds, he sounds like a hoot. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he wrote Watchmen, and I, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to speak eloquently on it, and many others have, but it seemed like The Boys, to me, was a little bit based on Watchmen. It, like. It's, so I know a little bit about Watchmen. Yeah. It's sort of like that, but mix in... <laughs> basically stand-in superheroes okay like the worst one of them is captain america i mean that that's not who he is he's but he he's like he's homelander oh my god his name is homelander yeah but he's clearly supposed to be captain america that's awesome there's a guy who's supposed to be aquaman that keeps trying to have sex with fish (laughs) and octopus and uh, yeah all all sorts of fun things yeah i heard the other day that octopuses and octopi are both correct Really? I was in a library at a children's field trip, and for some reason this came up. Hmm. But the librarian said that they are both correct. Is that a thing where they were, only Octopi was correct, and then they, so many people messed it up, that they're like, eh, both are fine, Fucking whatever. Octopuses, whatever. Yeah, just call it. Yeah, call it what it is. Two, two octopus, just call it that, yeah. whatever you want. I think it's anything goes at this point. It's, I mean, you know, anything in the sea, it's, it's a, a wild, wild west down there. <laughs> you're so. right, man. Any, yeah, you're right. Anything in the sea, who, ah, yeah. ah, who cares? Yeah. The, so, uh, yeah, so there's the Aquaman character that <laughs> re, really likes, uh, likes having sex with fish. <laughs> and then there's a character <laughs> uh, named A-Train that's the Flash. Okay. He's just very fast. Okay. And the whole... I'm not spoiling anything because this is episode one. Okay. The whole conflict of the show starts because he's running so fast that um, the main the main character is talking to his girlfriend, and he runs through the girlfriend and she explodes. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole conflict beginning. Right oh, there. that's awesome. So. Oh, I love stuff like that where they take a more like mm-hmm. 
realistic approach to superheroes it's yeah they're they're all owned by like they all work for this big multi corporation yeah multi-level corporation that they're they're starring in their own marvel cinematic universe oh my god (laughs) that sounds great it's very good that sounds like one of the few shows that i i mean people are constantly telling me to watch the show Mm -hmm. watch this i mean i I understand it's a it's a time commitment okay there are three seasons and it's an hour each episode whoa holy shit but it's good it's good that's good on the flip side i watched um thor love and thunder Uh uh-huh last night which was 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 pretty good I, I didn't hate it. Um, mm. I, I'm i kind of worn out a little bit on the Marvel thing at this point. Well, there's only 40 more movies I coming know. out this year. <laughs> I, know. I know. And I haven't seen Morbius, and I, I hear that there's a lot of meme action about yeah, Morbius. I, I don't know anything about Morbius yeah. aside from everyone makes fun of Morbius. That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I know about Morbius. <laughs> it's. I think it's on Netflix, so I might have to give it a give it a roll. It, uh, yeah, it, it doesn't. It doesn't look like my thing. Well, it's Jared Leto, right? It's Jared Leto. So that's double not my thing. <laughs> Is Jared Leto... Can you name a person in Hollywood that seems more off-putting to be around in life than Jared Leto? I, it's hard, man. Well... I would rather be around, like, Woody Woody Allen and uh, <laughs> the, the people who have been C- proven to be terrible crimes. people. <laughs> yeah than jared leto <laughs> yeah i i don't know i mean jared leto for me gets a pass on two levels mm-hmm. for things he's done before okay he was in my so-called life that was a good show that was a good show claire danes was mm-hmm. also in my so-called life and i will forever she part, part of me will forever be in love well she has an infinite pass oh my because god because she's claire danes she's claire danes she's She's fucking beautiful. She can do no wrong. She can do no wrong. She's fucking beautiful. Um, uh, so he gets a pass for that. He also gets a pass for being in Fight Club. He was a sort of mid-level character in Fight yeah. Club. He was the like the beautiful one that mm-hmm. Edward Norton beat the shit out of. See, but here's the thing. <laughs> All of the 30 Seconds to Mars discography know, wipes dude. out any goodwill he got dude, from Fight Club never, or My So-Called oh. Life. They, did they ever have a good song? No. I don't think they I ever I had a roommate did, in college man. that loved. Really? 30 Seconds to Mars. And I've come to realize as I've gotten older, he's the only person who loves 30 Seconds to Mars. It, you know what? I'll give him this. It's a great band name. Yeah, it's not a bad band name. That's where it ends, uh-huh. though. Because, I mean... I didn't know that you could make modern rock yeah. that was also somehow pretentious. Like yeah. Godsmack, Godsmack doesn't seem pretentious. No, it's bad. It's bad, but it's not pretentious. I listen. There's a couple Godsmack. I will admit this. There's a couple Godsmack songs that they come on the radio. Mm-hmm. I'm not changing the channel. I mean, I I usually if they have come on the radio, don't change the channel because it doesn't offend me. It's just there. <laughs> it's like background music. It's elevator yeah. music with heavy, heavily distorted guitars. It's like Metallica, but slower. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> but 30 Seconds to Mars, it's just unbearable. It's bad, dude. It's, oh, dude. You take the pretension of Tom DeLonge with Angels and Airwaves' first album yeah, and stretch that out through a whole career, <laughs> but with worse music. <laughs> that sounds about right. Oh, speaking of music, have we talked about the last concert I went to? No. All right. You couldn't go. You were out of town. Mm-hmm. 
originally the plan was my wife and I to go, but then she had to fuck off to the Middle East. I'm not joking. That's that really happened. Yeah. Um, so I ended up going with our friend Brandon, who is our like mutual concert friend. Right. Like Brandon is the guy. Brandon will go to any concert. He goes to so many concerts, mm-hmm. and I love him for it. Yeah. And uh, I mean, he's he used to have a website where he reviewed records. The dude in his house has an incredible CD yeah. and vinyl collection. He, he has a Instagram account where he just goes through daily, oh, yeah. showing a new album. Is that, yes, yes, he does. Um, yes, he does. What what is that? By the way, we should give uh, that out. Brand, Brandon CDs. Isn't I it? think it's Brandon CDs. Yeah, we um, we need to have Brandon on the show. We really do. Actually, we, he would be a perfect. We we have as. Long-time listeners, though, we rarely have a guest. We have Roy. We've had uh, Adam. We, I think Brandon. Brandon was at our live, our live stuff. Yeah. He's been at some of our live things. Yeah. But we don't have a lot of guests. Yeah, it's Brandon CDs. Okay, on Instagram. Um, And, I mean, it's all over the place. We got Blitz and Trapper on here. Oh, nice, nice, nice. An Autumn for Crippled Children. Oh. The Go Team. The Go Team. He is legend. Like it's, it's every genre you could possibly think of <laughs> that he has covered. It's he, a, he's and, oh yeah, he's got a great great taste. So we he ended up going with me to the show last two Mondays ago. Right. This is at the Bridgestone Arena, which is the big venue in town, the big indoor right. venue in town. Now we have uh, Ascend Amphitheater, mm-hmm. which is which is pretty awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. oh, it's very nice. Yeah, I like it a lot. So Bridgestone is like where the Predators play hockey. And when they're not doing that, they have concerts there. Right. And uh, we went to see, um, I wasn't familiar with the opener. I think her name was Poppy, which to me is a troll's name. But that sounds have you, have familiar you heard of to me and I don't know why. It was cool. It was kind of like like goth rock type stuff. Yeah. This will make sense in a second when you hear who the other who the headliner was. Second band is Jane's Addiction. Right. Which I want to talk about. Third band is okay. Smashing Pumpkins. Right. Um, Smashing Pumpkins, uh, have never seen them live. I've seen Billy Corgan, you and I. Yeah. Saw Billy Corgan acoustic solo together a couple years ago, mm-hmm. which uh, I thought was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I do want to take a quick second to add yeah. the requisite Billy Corgan disclaimer. Uh, Billy Cor- Corgan does believe in reptilian human beings. <laughs> the views of Billy Corgan do not represent the views of this podcast. Correct. Uh, we do not believe humans are reptiles, it, no matter what level of government they're in. <laughs> right. Continue. <laughs> so, I'd never seen the Smashing Pumpkins. Right. Um, I wouldn't put them in my favorite band's anymore they don't make the top five for sure but when i was a teenager right i loved i mean i still love gish siamese dream melancholy and infinite sadness adore now real quick we got we got to touch on this did they get knocked out because they were replaced by another band or did their music after those bring them down no because i kind of give bands like a grace period it's like they had one two three four five records i like yeah that's plenty oh yeah you know what i mean no i i yeah. fully agree yeah so like you know he did at post smashing pumpkins he does Zwan. i actually kind of like the Zwan album they did one album mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure 
And then I have not listened to Zeitgeist or any of the other new right. Smashing. I could give a shit. I don't care right. about the new Smashing Pumpkins records, um, which was a bit of a bummer because they definitely played some songs from those, and I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, That's music. You but, did it. <laughs> yeah, but they produced enough good music mm-hmm. that it's like I wanted to see them. And and Jen and I, when we met in college, we bonded over the fact that we both really like Siamese Dream. Right. That was like one of the initial things that were like, oh, hello. (laughs) So she couldn't come, but we went. So Smashing Pumpkins, the cool thing about it was obviously Billy Corgan is there. Yeah. It's not really Smashing Pumpkins without Billy Corgan. Right. James Eha is there, who's the original guitar player. Okay. At the very beginning, it was just those two guys in that band, like at the earliest time. So they really kind of are... They're they're smashing pumpkins. They're kind of smashing pumpkins. Darcy, the bass player, is never going to be there again because there's some kind of drama there. I don't know what it is. But. I I don't know. She's probably said at some point. I'm sure she has. Yeah. But every time you see any mention of her, yeah, it is some sort of uh, trashing of Billy Corgan. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I don't know what and happened. I'm pretty sure he's an asshole. Right, I, I'm yeah. not saying she's wrong. <laughs> no, no, I'm pretty sure he's like been he's a not piece of Jared shit. Leto yeah. level, but he's got to be kind of close. I think he so. does think very highly of himself. Yeah, and again, he believes in reptilian humans. Yeah, that's so. right, and he likes professional wrestling. Oh yeah, which is not so bad. You can like it, but like he. He's like I forgot about that. He's deep. Yeah, that's a really weird thing to combine with what you know about Billy Corgan. Yeah, it's it's a non it's, it's a nonstop confusion fest with this guy. Anyway, um, and it's Jimmy Chamberlain who's the original drummer, who is to me probably one of the best drummers of the '90s. Yeah, one of the best drummers in rock and roll. I would say generally, he's incredible. So, plus uh, another person playing guitar who I was unfamiliar with, someone else was playing bass, and then there was a woman there who was singing as well. So, this is Smashing Pumpkins. And you know what? It was good. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. They did a crazy cover of Once in a Lifetime, that Talking Head song. Okay. Fucking weird, crazy cover, but kind of cool of that song. They played a bunch of their hits. Um, They played some new stuff. They played... You know, a lot of the songs I wanted to hear. It was, and the light show was was interesting, inconsistent, but oh, you got licked in the face. Yeah, we're we're going wow. for the face now. Oh my god! Yes, I, she kind of chilled out for a while. I, I like you too. Yeah. <laughs> so they were they were good. I I I I had this weird sensation watching Smashing Pumpkins that like the chemistry wasn't there. I I would assume that's probably the case. Yeah, I, it's hard. Okay. So I'm going to give Billy Corkin a pass on this one. All right. Because obviously I want to say that it's because he's just a weirdo. Jew, get down. My that God. The, that the chemistry would be off. Yeah. Hey, he is he is a weirdo. He's a strange human being. Um, yeah. But I'm going to give him a pass because what is the likelihood if you're in a band? Yeah. For what? We're at, they started in the late 80s. Yeah. We're, we're 40 years. I mean, we're we're at thirty plus years yeah. for sure. Yeah, that you're going to have 
strong chemistry throughout that entire period. Right. Yeah. Like, you evolve as human beings. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Billy Corgan, for instance, evolved into a human being that believes in <laughs> reptilians. <laughs> and James, uh, James was always kind of like one of my favorite parts of that band. Um, I don't know. This is going to sound different, but I just thought he was like a beautiful guy in a lot of ways. And I have this box set that they did um, after Melancholy because Melancholy is that big double album. Right. Right. And I have this box that's called The Aeroplane Flies High. And it's five CDs. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll ever sell it. I, I don't think I can sell it. Each CD has one of the five singles from the album, which were, um, I'm not going to remember them all, Bullet Butterfly Wings, Tonight Tonight, um, 1979, uh-huh. Zero, uh-huh. and a song called 33, which is one of my favorite songs oh, that man. they have. And on on one of these discs, I can't remember which one, James does a cover of a Cure song. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's A Night Like This. And it, I love it. It's so good. And so I have a real, he sings it. Yeah. You know, and uh, he's had bands and stuff too. I'm not, I don't remember the names of the bands, but I have a particular affection for James. And he would talk a lot. And like Billy was like <laughs> tromping around the stage. Mm-hmm. His face was painted all white. You know, he's bald, so he's yeah. shaved. And so his entire head is white. And he's got this like, these like skirt pants on. I don't know. It's everything's black. It's everything you would expect from Billy Corgan. It's Corgan's. everything you would expect. And then you got this like normal guy <laughs> <laughs> off the side. Ask, like talking to the audience about hockey. Right. right. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> So they, that was a mixed bag experience for me. But fucking James Addiction, yeah. who I'm not super familiar with. I mean, I know the singles. I know some other songs. Holy shit. Oh, good show? Good show, man. Um, Perry Farrell is the lead singer, right? Yeah. He's 63 years old. Wow. That makes me feel old. Yeah. Perry Farrell is like the guy that started Lollapalooza. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's As far as I could tell, it was all the original band members. So Dave Navarro, the guitar player, is mm-hmm. there. I'm sorry, I don't know the drummer. The bass and the there. others. <laughs> yeah, the other two guys. <laughs> they had, uh, they also had three women on stage mm-hmm. with all this apparatus that they could dance on because they're basically wearing like bras and thongs. Okay. And so these women were like dancing the whole time and like, their legs like open and they're rubbing each other and all this stuff is happening. It was very, you know, and (laughs) huh? So that's going on while they're playing. Um, they also have cameras like on each band member and with the women and it's like a live feed, like the screen behind them is showing like a live feed, but it's also all like glitchy. It was really cool. That's interesting. I really liked it. And then in between songs, Perry Farrell loves to talk. That <laughs> that I do know. I don't know a ton of Jane's Addiction music, yeah, yeah. but I mostly know Perry Farrell from seeing him be interviewed. And man, that guy. <laughs> he can spin a yarn. Dude, can he ever? <laughs> So he was he was talking about, you know, a lot of musicians when they play Nashville, like, they connect with the city because it is music. Even if they're not country people. Right. Like, they connect with the city and all its music history. And 
So he talks about that in a wonderful, positive way. You know, mm-hmm. I think I might have a couple of clips, actually. I'll try to try to see if I can pull this up. But then he, he, about midway through the set, he was like, man, he was talking to the audience. He's like, I'm just not in a great mood tonight. Uh, I saw something on the internet today that Kanye West said that made me yeah. angry. And he's talking about how Perry Farrell, he says, I'm a Jewish man. Mm-hmm. My lineage goes all the way back to Jesus Christ. And then Kanye said, "You know probably more about what Kanye said." It's uh, it, it, I don't remember the details. It's anti-Semitic. It was anti-Semitic, yeah. Uh, Kanye's off his meds again. It seems that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He needs to get back on them because he <sighs> he has mental health issues. It's 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 very unfortunate. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Um. Yeah, I, I, I was having this conversation. We're we're going on a quick Kanye tangent. That's here. fine. That's but um, June, my God. I so obviously do not support anything Kanye West says at this point. Right. His first five albums are still phenomenal albums. Oh yeah, that's yeah. It's almost like in my mind they're two separate Kanyes. Okay. <laughs> It because after after that after my beautiful dark twisted fantasy yeah it's like the mental illness fully took over okay yeah and not making excuses for him no he's made choices that have led him to this point but it, you know you get all the Kanye jokes and at this point it's not funny anymore it's just sad no, yeah it's sad like you're just kind of waiting for something bad to happen yeah. Aside from a PR disaster, like so far, all the bad things are PR disasters. <laughs> um, you're waiting for something way worse to happen with Kanye. Yeah, it's true. Uh, it's very depressing. Um, no, he doesn't look well. No, either. I saw not, him at a fashion show or something. Yeah, some picture of him. Well, and I so I saw an interview with him, with like probably a month ago. That I was like, I mean, he sounds like maybe he's okay. And then immediately afterwards was giving these crazy interviews, like all over the place. And you're like, no, mm -mm. yeah, we're back to that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Let the ride begin. And then now it's moved into, um, he, he spouts off things that he hears from, he he has famously said he never has read a book. <laughs> what? He's never read a book. He said that? Yeah, he said he has never read a book. <laughs> um, so he's not what you call educated sure. in sure. things that you would need to read a book to be educated in. <laughs> Most things. Right. Yeah. Um, so he then just hears things people say. And just goes with them. Yeah. And he's got all these terrible voices in his ear from the right wing side because he supported Trump. Yeah. For, you know, three minutes. Right. One time. Right. And <laughs> so they're so, telling him. Yeah. So they tell shit. him things. And I mean, it's just a matter of time. I guarantee you, this is my official prediction. I want this written down. All right. He will spout off white genocide theory in the next year. Yeah. I guarantee you that's where this is headed. Wow, dude. I would bet you anything. Yeah. 
that's man that's intense yeah and it's you know like it's like if he wasn't famous and talented and mm-hmm. all that he'd be your garden variety crazy person yeah like you would not no one would care because no one would listen to him yeah you know it's just because he's he he's kind of god it's this horrible thing where he's so famous mm-hmm. he's one of the most famous people in the world yeah and he also has this horrible affliction you mm-hmm. know and it's not yeah and you know? it like you still you see people making the jokes about and there is there's a point with everyone with mental illness where yeah. it moves or n- not just mental illness we'll add addiction <laughs> anything like sure that, sure where it moves from this is funny <laughs> right. to oh crap like this is yeah. a real like <clears throat> another example Charlie Sheen. When Charlie Sheen oh, was yeah. doing yeah. his uh, "I'm uh, I'm a God blood Tiger Blood," blood. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, and then it got to a point where you're like, "This isn't really that funny." No, anymore. he's gonna OD. Yeah, he's gonna die. <laughs> like, yeah, he is clearly coked out of his mind. Yeah. yeah, this is not good. Yeah, right. And Kanye, it's a mental illness version of that, where it's like, it's not funny anymore. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Gary Busey's in the same yeah. situation now where it's like he got injured. Yeah. It was a, it was a horrible motorcycle accident, yeah. I think. And, and he's had brain damage for right. 40 years right. at this point. Yeah. Right, right. So he looks just like a crazy person mm-hmm. and acts like a crazy person, but like... <sighs> and like you can't make excuses for... Like, especially Kanye. Yeah. Part of it is a conscious choice. He's made the conscious choice to not be medicated yeah to not surround himself with correct influences yeah with healthy people yeah yeah right um so he's made these choices but oh boy that's rough stuff here's what perry farrell sounds like on stage That's me last I and then we play Jane says. Ugh. Perry Farrell for sure has a collection of gemstone bracelets, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Like just yeah. a whole collection of every single thing he can possibly find. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I I realized something about that band that night that because I I mean I I like I say I hadn't listened to them heavily. One, people were there for Jane's Addiction. Oh, people love Jane's Addiction. There were people losing their fucking minds, mm-hmm. and it was awesome. Um, I lo- he he never acknowledged the women either. Like mm-hmm. he would kind of stare at them sometimes, but he never talked about it. Right. So it never made it weird, which was kind of nice. Yeah. You know, it's like this is happening. All right. Like they're obviously they're fine with it, and like we're right. all just watching it happen, mm-hmm. and you know. But their whole aesthetic is very like psychedelic and yeah. stuff, and I, I I guess I didn't pick up on that before. But goddamn, strength of that band, it occurred to me, is how good the drummer is. 
he's yeah. playing these crazy grooves and he's got a lot of like it's a it's a solid band all around oh, dave navarro's very good very good yeah. yeah unless you put him in the red hot chili peppers and then it's a disaster <laughs> well because the only person after high level slovak died, yeah the only person that should play guitar for the it makes no sense to fucking put, john Frusciante. it makes no sense to put dave's dave navarro in that band no it doesn't. that was the worst decision you could have made well yeah and, and i i'm sorry i don't know the bass player's name from jane's addiction but he was fantastic too he actually played the acoustic guitar part oh really for, uh for jane says yeah Dave didn't play it. It was the other guy. Huh. Yep. Yeah, I um, I feel like the fandom yeah. of Jane's Addiction, like, I'm I'm assuming Jane's Addiction and Smashing Pumpkins were co-headliners. Not or, really. So Smashing Pumpkins yeah. was the headliner? I would think so, yeah. I feel like the, the fan base for Jane's Addiction is still kind of a rabid fan base. Yeah. yeah. And Smashing Pumpkins is... It's probably bigger, but it's more casual. It's a waning fan base, I think. Yeah. yeah like, it's do. people who go, yeah, remember them? Yeah. All right. It's also, like, two... two were you... I'm sorry. Were you about to... No. Okay. I'm, it was two two bands that are very different from each other. Yeah. And this has happened to me twice now. Uh, Pixies and Weezer. Yeah incredibly different bands (laughs) i mean my god pixies is one of the like darkest bands ever in some Mm -hmm. ways and weezer is all fucking cocaine and sunshine yeah um the same kind of vibe with smashing pumpkins and jane's addiction jane's addiction is like very life embracing feeling Mm -hmm. smashing pumpkins is like you know (laughs) we're all gonna die yeah it's all fucked and (laughs) you're not me and if you're not me then fuck you (laughs) yeah it's a it's a it's a weird pair i want to (laughs) know on tours like this yeah the thought process that goes into it or do they just go hey both of these people draw <laughs> i think so man it's like all right we're gonna do a tour where it's allison chains yeah. and the dave matthews band <laughs> you know what i don't i don't love either of those bands <laughs> but if they went on tour together there is a small chance i would be interested in going <laughs> and the opener is oh man always <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, it's yeah it's just such a it's such a weird choice it may i'm assuming jane's addiction is probably not big enough to fill in a no, full arena I, I don't think on their own stone. as a headliner no they could play like i mean they'd obviously sell out the ryman they could sell out the ryman totally yeah um but put them with Smashing Pumpkins, they get the full arena. Right. And and they played for about 45 minutes. Yeah. Smashing Pumpkins played for about two fucking hours. Wow, really? It was long. Huh. I was ready for it to be over. That's too much. Yeah. That's too much for any, any band. band. Even any if band. you love the band, I don't want two hours of any, yeah. any music from one artist. Right. <laughs> and th- this Pumpkins thing kind of felt like a victory lap, maybe. Yeah. Like, you maybe think? this is it. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, which is fine. Yeah, you know, um, I don't know, whatever. It's it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, I two hours. It's a long. I'm trying to think if there's anyone I would listen to for two hours straight. It's tough. recorded or in concert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think there is. <laughs> you know, like a symphony or something, maybe. No, but then you're sitting down. No, yeah, two hours of a symphony—that's a, a long time. It's a lot. 
I mean, Every, is there an intermission in at the symphony? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I'll I'll take I'll take two hours of a symphony with an intermission, like a fifteen twenty minute. Yeah, yeah. Long Give me a break. Get a drink. And right. Use the bathroom. Not just sit there and go. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's still Tchaikovsky. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're doing it. <laughs> Just keep going. In a few years, though, like these '90s bands, the grunge bands, will have stopped touring completely, right? Yeah. Maybe not Pearl Jam. I feel like Pearl Jam is going to be like the Stones. Yeah. They're just going to go forever. Yeah. They they really are kind of the next. I, I always thought Aerosmith was the next Stones. Yeah. And yeah. then they had their falling out. Right. And so no one really. I mean, that's not going to happen. They're no. not going to be the Rolling Stones. No. I think Pearl Jam's the next next choice. Yeah, I think so. I mean, they're, they they still have a, a decent draw. They like each other. They like each other. They get along. They're still putting out music. Yeah, 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 yeah. And good music. Yeah. You know, like, they're still doing it. And, uh, yeah, Junie, who would you like to see live? Yeah, I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, think, you think Pearl Jam? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I can see, you know, 80-year-old Pearl Jam going also they're they're the only band that's going to survive the grunge era that's true dude so you're right they haven't they haven't lost eddie vetter (laughs) no i don't think he'll kill himself no i really don't i i think if that was going to happen we would have we would have hit that point so yeah uh they're it yeah they're it hand the torch over rolling stones (laughs) but in a few years right it's gonna be instead of the grunge bands going Mm -hmm. it's gonna be like what followed the grunge bands? Well, we're already there. Those reunion shows. Oh, Blink One Eighty Two. Blink One Eighty Two reunion oh, show, man, dude. So, okay. So every time Blink One Eighty Two, a member almost dies. They get back together as a band. That's what I'm realizing. Here. Oh, and then dude. they hate each other afterwards, and yeah. then they break up again. <laughs> so first was so uh, they broke up. And then Travis Barker was in his plane crash. Right. And they got back together. Right. And then they realized they hate each other, and they broke up again. (laughs) Specifically, Tom DeLonge and the other two. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get along. No, they they hate each other. Got it. So then they broke up again. Yeah. Well, sort of. Then Blink-182 became weird alkaline trio Blink-182. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Thus ruining two bands. Yeah. (laughs) You took away Alkaline Trio and added someone who sounds like Mark Hoppus into Blink-182, so you have two Mark Hoppuses? That makes no sense. <laughs> anyway, um, so then Mark Hoppus had cancer last year. Yeah. Heard and so now that. they're back together. It's another okay. reunion tour. How is it that Tom hasn't had anything happen yet? Because He's, he's next. He's next, but... He's the only option. Yeah. But he's also the crazy one. <laughs> That's true. He so they're they're going to I give it three years. Okay. They've got they've already announced another album. Okay. I give it one more album. Yeah. Then they break up again. Yeah, that sounds right. And then the aliens actually get to Tom. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll they'll do another reunion. I like it. Yeah. yeah. No, I could see that. Oh man, it must be you know it must be really tough to be in a band that long, mm-hmm. and 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 you probably do you probably even if you like you were tight for a long time, like inevitably yeah it's like a it's like a three way marriage 
Yeah. You know, like, it's just hard. That's really hard to maintain. Well, and, I mean, they went such different directions. That's true. After the fact. Yeah, Yeah. like, Tom DeLonge, his angels and airwaves and everything is very avant-garde-ish, I guess. I guess. Lyric, it's not... It, Mark Hoppus is still singing about cutting class. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of where he is. That's he's where it, 50. Yeah. And he's singing about how he doesn't like Wait, his math is, teacher. Is he 50? Ah, he's close. Damn, dude. He's got to be 50. Um, well, because they were, they were, for our age group, like they were happening when we were teenagers. Right. Right? Yeah. I And uh, Tom DeLong has tried to make what he considers art. Now, whether you like it or not. Yeah, he's exactly 50 years old. Wow, I nailed that. Yeah, good job. Wow. Um, Yeah, it, like, he's still singing snotty pop punk. Yeah. Writing those songs. (laughs) Like, obviously, they don't fit as a band anymore. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, no, they don't. That's true. uh, the, The funniest part to me is the idea of the guitarist from Alkaline Trio that took over. <laughs> um, yeah. Just like, oh, no, you don't have a job anymore with us. I know. And, like, at one point, you're like, oh, that's a bummer. But then the other point, he probably is saying they're going, all right, well, thanks for the large amount of money. Yeah. I'm going to go do the thing I wanted to do the whole time. <laughs> yeah, no, that does sound pretty good. Uh, actually. Bye. <laughs> what about the guy that took over for, with Sublime? Remember Rome? Oh, yeah. Sublime yeah. with Rome. Sublime with Rome. No. Which I like Sublime. I mean, I, I listen to that that self-titled album mm-hmm. every year, at least a few times. Yeah. It's... <laughs> That's one of the weirdest situations. The whole sublime with Rome. Yeah, like because you you heard about like the court battles that led no. to the no. Okay, so the two remaining members of Sublime, yes, the bass player and the drummer, yeah, recruited this guy, yeah, to be yeah. the singer guitarist, right? Um, and they were just sublime. And I I don't know any of the band members' names, but the family of the Bradley Noel, yeah, the guy that died, yeah, uh, his estate was like, uh, no, yeah, and it was a multi-year <laughs> court battle because over they whether they could be... build themselves as oh, sublime. Wow! So wow, the compromise is they can be sublime with, with Rome. Rome, with Rome, okay. Um, which I I listened to. They did some original music. They did, yeah, with Rome. Yeah, I've listened to it. It's not. It's not. It's not as good. <laughs> well, how are you ever gonna? How are you ever gonna do that thing? Yeah, I mean, like, like he had a thing. Mm-hmm. Well, it's you know. So what was that movie? The Mark Wahlberg movie where he's the cover. Rockstar? Yeah. He's the lead singer of the cover band that gets hired yes. as the lead. Yes. It's like that. They went and found yes. the guy that sounds like their old lead singer and went, right. yeah, that works. That'll do. <laughs> well, no one will notice. Kind of like what happened with the Journey thing. Yeah. But like, it's fucking Journey, so who cares? <laughs> <laughs> you, you can know? swap Journey in and out. <laughs> no no oh, one's going to notice. I got, I got obsessed 
um, like two weeks ago with We Are the World. Okay. <laughs> the 80s, you know, yeah. We Are the World, produced by Quincy Jones. Um, everyone's familiar with it, right? But I, I sort of forgot that Steve Perry from Journey is in there because, of course, he was. Yeah, for the time everyone period, was in there. Yeah, yeah, for the time period, it's like you got him, you got Cindy Lauper, you got Springsteen. These are all people of the time. Uh-huh. You got um, uh, Hall and Oates. My my favorite is Bob Dylan. <laughs> yeah, who just looks wildly disinterested oh. in being there. <laughs> so there, so it, it's it's great that you bring that up because he there. You can now on YouTube, you can find all the behind-the-scenes footage uh-huh. of that. And Dylan had a really tough time yeah. doing, because he's a feature yeah. in, within the song, right? Um, and I can't remember what the lines are, but... And it's not a a strong Dylan era. It's either. not. And he is literally sitting there with Michael Jackson, yeah. um, Quincy Jones... Stevie fucking wonder. Yeah. And so they're trying to get the part and like, you could tell Dylan is like, has massive respect for these people. Right. And he's like, Stevie, will you just play it again on the piano? And he's like, he goes over to the piano and like Stevie Wonder's playing the piano and they're like try and Stevie Wonder fucking has it like Stevie right. Wonder is doing hey, Bob- Stevie Wonder is Stevie Wonder he's doing Bob Dylan to Bob Dylan right. <laughs> and he's just like just do it like this dude yeah and Dylan is having a, such a tough time with it is, is it there are children crying yeah you the- she is you crying yeah 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 <laughs> And he and he yeah. does a great job, and he does Dylan yeah. on it eventually. But it's very difficult it's, for him. Well, so I I have a theory on this. All right, you're the Dylanologist of the podcast. Is, this feels like the era. So you got a, a whole bunch of Dil, Dylan eras, obviously. Uh, yeah, he's he's full of them, like Bowie. Yeah, yeah. the '80s. You you had traveling Wilburys, Dylan. Yeah, but in the '90s. Dylan went from to yeah, and so I I have a feeling the end of the eighties and the early nineties is when his voice was just dead shot, and so he's still trying to sing up here and he can't do it. He can't do it anymore. No. Yeah, and so and now it's like this. Yeah, yeah. Now he's now he sounds like he's been a blues man his whole life. It does doesn't he? <laughs> He really, that's that's what he took on yeah. sometime in the 2000s. Yeah. yeah. He realized, oh, no, I can't, like, sing any of that anymore. Yeah. Everything is a blues song now. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. But, yeah, if you get the chance, anybody out there listening, go go check out what is there yeah. to watch on YouTube. You also get to see Cindy Lauper, Huey Lewis, and <laughs> uh, this this woman, I can't remember her name. She she had a big hit at the time. She's a very successful songwriter. Work out like a three-part thing. Yeah. And Cindy Lauper can sing her ass off. Yeah. But I didn't realize like a lot of the people that night, like this was a night session, but a lot of them had been at the like uh some music awards show right before that. Okay. And Huey Lewis was the MC that okay. night of the award show. So he's still got his tux on and shit. Wow. And like, they're trying to accomplish this thing, man. Oh dude, it's crazy. It's, it's really funny watching that. It's like a weird time capsule. So yes, where yes. you're, you know, you're watching it going, wait, Huey Lewis was on the same level as Stevie wonder at some point. You're like, yeah, for a minute, for a minute there he was <laughs> sports. <laughs> 
I'll take some Huey Lewis in the news. That's not the worst I, thing we, ever. We, uh, you know, uh, what's the one big song? Uh, don't take body. <clears throat> don't take t- <clears throat> Don't need no credit card to ride I, this train. I got, I got way too into reading about the uh, the whole Huey Lewis <clears throat> new drug. Oh yeah, I want a new drug. And yeah. Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, because it's and, the fucking Ghostbusters song. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, I want to know how much money Huey Lewis has made off that Ghostbusters song. So did he end up getting a credit? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So. Wow. Well, and then the the whole original thing was they wanted Huey Lewis to write a song for Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. 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 And he said no. And so they got Ray Parker Jr. Yeah. to write the Ghostbusters theme song and went, we want something kind of like New Drug. And he went, what if I did exactly that? <laughs> <laughs> but I just add... It's, it is a fucking great song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a jam, dude. It's. I mean, honestly, Ghostbusters, I, I had to go listen to both of them. Yeah. Ghostbusters theme song. Better than New Drug. That's definitely better. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's significantly better. Yeah. Huey Lewis wrote a song that was kind of a middling song that somehow has led to him making, I'm assuming, a <laughs> tremendous amount of money because of Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you want to say, June? Do you want to be at the end of the podcast? She's staring at me with just these blank eyes yeah, right now. now. You put her on the spot. She wasn't prepared. There it is. Can you say Sushi Jackknife? No, because I want to talk about more Huey Lewis shit. That's all anyone. <laughs> Close enough. Sushi, Sushi Jackknife. Jack <laughs>